The Michigan Wrestling Organization is returning to the airwaves of Orion Neighborhood Television for two supercard events that will surely make MWO history. First, it's the spectacular known as Trucker Slam that will go down on Saturday night, October the 9th. And then the holiday event known as Christmas Clash will be broadcast live Saturday night on December the 11th. Both shows will begin at 6.05 p.m. and you can see it exclusively on the ONTV Facebook page. Just look for at Orion ONTV. It's the Michigan Wrestling Organization live on ONTV. The following is a Klaus of the Heart presentation, rated M for mature audiences only. Some language and dialogue may not be suitable for members of the family under 18 years of age. Two longtime friends with a seemingly ignorant amount of free time. And uh, we are recording. I'm just going to hit the record button now. Have decided to start their own podcast. I mean, I don't know if that's a good idea. Yeah, it can only get better, right? <laughs> <coughs> Unique. This is their show. No format, no filter. My cup of tea, Mr. Burgett. You know what I mean? Well, I'm going to call bullshit right out of the gate. Because... Jack Old Creation Podcast presents Jason Klaus and Jim Burgett. This is Tea Time. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to another exciting edition of Tea Time. Here is yeah! a part... <laughs> Part of the Jackal Creations Podcast Network, powered by Anchor.fm, with Jim Burgett. I'm Jason Klaus. We certainly appreciate you tuning in this week. Uh, T, always great to see you here, man. We're we're on back-to-back weeks here for the first time in seemingly forever, so I'm happy about that. What are you trying Uh, to say? I'm trying to say that your schedule sometimes is hit and miss. Yeah, I know. Well, not just. Not just mine, but yours too. Well, I like I'm here every week, so I'm uh, <laughs> I'm I, I was just like right, right out of the gate because listen, if you've listened to any of our shows, you know we have no format, we have no filter, we have no f's le- left to give here. Uh, don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> Full disclosure, though, um, we you and I. And apparently your agent as well. So maybe you can forward this message to him. Okay. We we need to get our schedules in actual alignment here because this recording, you know, like three or four hours before the show drops, it's very stressful on me, T. I, I like. Uh, I, I was gonna say what you don't like this. No, 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 no. <laughs> I love it. I look forward to it. This is a good time for me. You know, I like approaching recording tea time is unlike approaching any other any of the other shows that are on our network, Uh, because there there is not a lot of research. There is not a lot of thought that goes into it. It's just two buddies sitting here shooting the shit. Right. It should go quicker. you, You know, it would. But, you know, there's still post-production and things like that. Like, there have been weeks where I have uploaded the show with my work backpack on, and I'm walking out the door. So what I'm saying is, we need to to get with your agent, figure out a day earlier in the week to do the recording. So I'm not stressed the F out trying to get the show out in in a timely manner. That's all I'm saying. Your, Your agent... It's kind of an asshole, I'm just going to say. You're going to get canceled because she's not going to like this, okay, first of all. Second of all, she won't be back until next Wednesday, so we might have to do this one more time. 
this last minute. You know what I mean? So, but I think after next week, we should be pretty well in tune. I do know in the first couple of weeks in October, we should be really good because I'm off for two weeks. So there's no excuse. Well, I'm sure there will be, but. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, I gave you a free ride during the, the summer months because of softball. And I realized how important that is. So I wasn't going to really rattle your cage all that much. But I mean, softball's over, T. Yeah. I, well, what the fuck are we doing here? <laughs> And I, I can tell. I can I'm tell you. Falling by the seat of our pants. Well, I'm sitting on mine. Like oh. I've I've been sitting here for like hours now. No, that's not actually true because <laughs> I just got done doing a Twitter live address, which um, usually I kind of focus more on on the Facebook end of things when I do a live address, try to spread the message of positivity, right? Uh-huh. I felt like, well, let's try to reach a different audience. Let's try to reach more people. Let's try to reach the people that really, truly need to hear a positive, motivational type of message. That certainly, you know, Twitter certainly fits that bill. Yeah. Uh, it's a big hug for sure. It's, uh, you know, cesspool. I, I've, I've talked about it at, at nauseum. But, uh, man, dude, one person, albeit very special, but one person tuned in to watch that live. And I was on there for about a half an hour. Uh, but apparently the the quality, the sound quality sucked. It kept glitching. It kept, pop, you know, it's like, all right, fuck it. So from here on out, if I'm going to do a live address, I'm just going to fo- focus on Facebook. I get more engagements that way. I get more correspondence that way. Twitter sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> Oh, heavens to bitty. What was the big announcement? It wasn't really an announcement. I was just trying to, like, this this topic was the importance of strong mental health. Because, you know, I don't, I don't know about you, man, but I know several people that are just really struggling here lately, just with life in general. And, um, you know, you go on Twitter every now and again, you see what, what kind of BS is posted on there. Everybody's picking a fight just for the sake of picking fights and hurting people's feelings. And why are we living our lives like this? Why can't they be more, more like us, T more laid back, you know, actually enjoying life. What, I mean, as much as we can, aside from our responsibilities and obligations, work, family, that type of gimmick, um, but I mean, my God, why are we going through life with the sole purpose of just being buttholes? I I, I, I don't understand it. What I, what's your end game here? You, you, the thing that would just add to more stress, is, and I'm trying to find as I'm getting older, is to try to let more stuff roll off my back, so to speak, and and not get so word, worked up. Or otherwise, what good's the blood pressure medicine, right? Look, brother, I, I said very much the exact same thing. What was that? Was that the dog? Was that Harley? No. Oh. No, I, I kind of guffed. That was a guff? It, it I, sounded like either you ran into something or you fell on something. Something fell. Oh, maybe, maybe it was. Gunshot? <laughs> neighbors hitting something. No, I, I'm upright while I'm sitting down, but it wasn't well, the clear, but hey, I'm good. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. There's it, the, that stuff in the at the end of the day, all that non, as I'd like to call diarrhea mouth. That is Twitter. I mean, what? <laughs> you can't. You hear all these people in the uproar, and how many people are in the uproar? You know what I mean? What are we talking about? A couple hundred people out right. of like, uh, fifty million fucking people. Like really? I mean, so. You know, and now now we're going back and we're we're taking off episodes of The Office and we're going back and we're scrubbing episodes of Seinfeld. And just like, my God, man, it's never it's never going to end. It never ends. And I only use those two because that's what I heard that, you know, they're going in, they're taking some stuff out. And, and it's like even with Peacock, after they started taking certain matches off the network and, and, and this, that and the other. And we're, we're really becoming to live in an age of censorship and and hurt feelings that people, for whatever reason, 
they're mad and it doesn't really even affect them. To, yeah. Pertain to them, you know? And it's it's like here we go again, you know. But they're they're hopping on the proverbial bandwagon to be a part of some sort of what they perceive to be a movement. The problem is listen, they should have been on the movement I had a little while ago. Lord because, have mercy. <laughs> well, if they want to talk about a movement, let's 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 get into a movement being serious about. <laughs> you don't want to have to stand up to get off this motherfucker, you know. <laughs> That's something I get behind. Usually, both both knees and feet on the floor, so you can stand up. But <laughs> but their 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 concerns are not even worth getting worked up about it, but enough people make enough noise and then somebody has to make it a news story. And now it offends 20,000 people when it only offended a hundred to begin with. But they don't know why they're offended. Right. That's, that's my problem. They're, they're, they're hopping on the bandwagon to be a part of what they perceive to be a movement and that they're going to change the world. Listen, an episode of Seinfeld or an episode of the office or a match or a segment or something like that from a a Monday night raw that took place in 1998 is not going to have a damn bit of, of difference in your everyday life. Nope. Those, the fans of those particular brands, that's what that's what entertains them that that's what that's what fills their sails with the wind right yeah not everything is going to be for everybody so why don't you worry about what you're into and let the other people worry about what they're into you don't have to watch the goddamn show if if, if you don't want to especially peacock peacock listen <clears throat> i <laughs> Here comes the proverbial opening of the can of worms. Brother, I could sit here and do an entire show on why this whole thing with with the Peacock Network or the streaming app sucks and has from day one. It had the potential to do something cool, and they fucked it up, man. Um, But that's, you know, I kind of got to watch it a little bit because my eight-year-old is right behind me playing video games. So, and I know she she's got her headset on. She's playing with her aunt online, so she can't hear everything that, that I say. But I know if I start going down this rabbit hole, I'm going to get loud. I'm going to get animated. She's going to think that there's something wrong. She's going to get scared. So then she's going to you know pay t- pay attention to what to what I'm saying instead of what she's doing. Hey, you just worry about what you're doing and let me do what I do. Okay, <laughs> Go sit there and play with your game. And you know, uh, some of the some of the th- one of the things I had heard about this whole scrubbing of a few episodes of The Office had to deal with women and color, and then come to find out a couple of these writers are female and they're women of color that are writing these episodes. But people are making noise before they even know what's going on. You you know what I mean and. These writers, they put those episodes out there because they've even dealt with it personally. They've been a part of it through maybe friends or family that have dealt with it. And they're put, simply putting it into an art form so people can see. And then and they're taking it and making it bigger than it even needs to be. Exactly. And exactly. It for what it is, with example for The Office, is comedy. You, you, you know, so it's just like, give me a break. Get off your high horse, stay in your lane, and quit worrying about what the fuck everybody else is doing. I mean, that's that's what it boils down to. Quit worrying about what what everybody else is doing. Yeah, a high horse isn't going to get you nothing but uh, grazing out in the pasture. Right. You you, you know, it's just. It's ridiculous, dude. It's it's a rabbit hole. You could go down and talk for hours and hours until you're blue in the face and. It ain't going to matter, you know. It simply will not matter. No. I mean, at at this point, you really got to pick and choose what you're going to put your loyalties behind and what flag you're going to wave in in some sort of of resistance to something else that's happening. Now, you, you can take the people that are offended by an episode of Seinfeld, The Office, but my God, T, what would have happened if this group of people 
grew up because a lot of them are 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 younger than us. They're like a yeah. generation behind us, right? Right. Yeah. What do you think all in the family what would have done to, to their heads? What do you right. think like the Jeffersons or Sanford and Son or all of these shows that were huge hits, top of the ratings in, in the 70s and the 80s? Miami Vice. Yeah. My God. Based, this. Yeah, based on their personal struggles. Right. And, right. And, and overcoming them. Right. Like Carol O'Connor, who played Archie Bunker. That was a gimmick. That was a character that that he played. That wasn't him, right? This, you know, Sherman Helmsley, George, you know, Jefferson. That's a character. That's a character that he played. Now, because he was an African American actor, I'm sure a lot. Because I mean, some of those shows, some of those episodes dealt with very serious topics, as a lot of sitcoms do. Like I, the one that really stands out in my mind, like that show was on in the late seventies, right? So, but when we were kids, we saw all of the reruns, and the Jeffersons was a spinoff of All in the Family. All in the Family was one of the most offensive shows that they have ever done. But you know what? I absolutely loved it because it was funny, but it also taught me what what bigotry was it right. taught me what racism was and i saw it with my own eyes so it, yes i laughed at his jokes but at at the end of it i wasn't so far disconnected that i didn't pick up on what the real story here was now with the jeffersons you know there was a lot of controversy with that show because you know you had george and louise the two main characters their best friends was a white male married to an African-American woman. Oh, my God, the backlash yeah. from a lot of people. But you know what? That show went on for how many seasons? You know what I'm saying? So, um, but the one episode of that show that really stands out, because any sitcom, you know, you can't be funny, ha-ha, all the time. Like, there's got to be, you have to dial into what's happening in the here and now in pop culture in in the world around us they did one of those like fl flashback episodes to where they thought back to uh, you know a previous time from where they were at that particular moment of taping and they focused on the day and how how the george character reacted to hearing of the assassination of martin luther king and like he exploded in this fit of rage in this scene, bro. And it burned in my brain. Like, in fact, when I think of the assassination of, of Dr. King, that's like the second or third thing that pops in my mind was that scene from the Jeffersons because it was so powerful. Same thing can be said with all in the family with all of the controversies there. But, you know, this day and age, Family Ties. I don't know if you watched Family Ties. That was one of my favorite yeah. shows as a kid. Yeah. Michael J. Fox's character was a hardcore Republican. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he, his his favorite guy was Richard Nixon. Do you think that that could translate here and now? In, yeah. And in, in where we're at now? Absolutely not. Because all those hardcore, you know, the the Democrats would have an absolute fit about it because we can't just enjoy shit for what it is. We have no. to have our stamp of approval. I got news for you. You don't have to have everybody's you know stamp of approval. You don't like it, don't watch it. It it can be the same. It, the said can be same in this in this current landscape with with professional wrestling. You've seen it. We've talked about it. Either you're a WWE guy or you are an all elite wrestling guy. Because apparently you can't be a guy of both. You right. can't like both it, brands. It's one or the other. Enjoy anything, no. And and, and speaking about those sitcoms. Even that, all the way that I can remember, even until now, they're constantly putting in issues that are dealt with on a daily basis. Fresh prints, same thing. They always had right and wrong, morals, all that other, with living in a different household that was not his parents, you know? Right. And um, 
we learned we learned about uh, I was a big fan of Dukes of Hazard. I can't even say I like the car because now it's racism because they had the Confederate flag on it. All I knew was that the way that it was portrayed is that they were always being chased by the law. I it, it was it was just a cool freaking car. You know, it was it, it was just a time I used to get off the bus race into the house just to got in time just to see it come on. And that car going around in circles as it started the show, you know. But never once did my head go to the racism. I, it was just a show about cousins running that car and always trying to get away from the law with a lot of good punchlines in there, you know. Right. So, and, and there again, taught us about certain things. Um, you know, even, even back then, I mean, you may not have been able to wrap your head around what they were trying to always tell you. But for the most part, you know, again, it dealt with stuff that was being dealt with personal on a daily basis the, to, to every single person, whether you're what color you are, what your financial incomes like your everyday situations that people go through, no matter what, no matter who they are. The dynamic with the Dukes of Hazard um, was was controversial in its own right because listen as kids we are taught that if we were ever in trouble we would seek out you know if we were in public and we were in trouble we would seek out the police right Right. they're they're there to protect and to serve in real life that is the general consensus they are there to protect and to serve on the deuce of hazard the police, the sheriff's department, Roscoe P. Coltrane, and Boss Hogg were were casted as the heels of yep. the show, yep. and the outlaws were the baby faces. Yeah, you know what I mean. Now you talked about the car, the the, I mean the name of the car alone. You know, the General Lee. Yeah. You know, now they're tearing down statues of this dude in in the South because of. He was part of of the Confederate Army, right? Yep. Now I have I, I have a sidebar story for this. I don't. I'm sure you're aware. I'm a huge fan of Kenny Wayne Shepherd. Are you? Do you know who he is? I do. Okay. So Kenny Wayne Shepherd has a um, a pretty impressive car collection, and one of the cars that he bought on auction was a one of the cars one of the general lee cars that they used in the filming i don't know if it was the original show or the subsequent movies but he bought one of the cars that was used during the filming of either or now he had been selected by the rock and roll blues hall of fame and was a was pegged to be the headline inductee into last year's Hall of Fame class. Hall of Fame in anything in your genre, regardless if you're a musician, an athlete, whatever. Huge deal, right? I mean, that is the the stamp of approval that you've done something. So he posts a picture. I don't know if it was on Instagram or on Facebook. I follow him on Facebook. That's how I I know this story. (coughs) Excuse me. Um, He posted a picture of him with his car that he bought. Now, the top of the car had something sitting on top of it, so you couldn't see the whole the, the whole flag, the, the rebel flag on the top. But representatives of that particular Hall of Fame saw that picture and revoked his induction into the Hall of Fame. <laughs> Unbelievable. So where do we draw the line here? So the man can't have that car and you're going to pull you're going to essentially tell him now because you have you own this car and you took a picture of this car and you put it on social media that now your body of work is not is no longer eligible for hall of fame induction fuck you you Mm -hmm. know what i'm saying what Mm -hmm. what are we doing right now where does the line stop because that's i mean we can't keep doing this because you nailed it a little bit ago it's censorship yeah you know we're supposed to be the land of the free and the home of the brave i okay look i understand that there are things that are going to offend people in this day and age but my god in heaven the things that offend people in this day and age here now 2021 
is a blip on the radar 20 years ago. You know what I mean? Yeah. So now, now we have sports franchises that are over a century old are now forced to change the name of their mascots because it offends people. Now, I will, I will allow some leniency with the Indians, with the Redskins, things of this nature. I get it. We have screwed over the Native Americans in you know every which way but loose. So I can I can see the argument for that. But at some point, we have to stop contributing to the pussification of yeah. our society as a whole. I think Just George my Carlin opinion. at best. The pussification of America. George Carlin <sighs> was so far ahead of his time. Like, things that he talked about in 1989 are relevant here today. Yeah. And then you take a, you know, a comic in the here and now, like a Lewis Black. I don't know if, if you listen to, to Lewis Black at all. This man is among the funniest comedians I've ever heard or seen. I, I enjoy him. And, you know, he, he came from a political background. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he knows his shit. And that's what a lot of, of his stand-up act is, is what's going on in Washington, D.C. What's going on with our, excuse me for saying, our fucked up political system because it's in shambles, shambles right now. Nobody wants to admit it because their side is right and the other side's wrong, but the whole landscape is screwed. Just screwed. Meanwhile, meanwhile, we got guys and girls on Afghanistan soil, making late night phone calls to the U.S. trying to figure out a rally point where they can escape, so they can come and get them the fuck out of there. Yeah, you know they're not allowing their women to do. It. They had a protest out there. They're shooting guns in the air. They're getting them back in the house. They're separating people, and and, and we're going to worry about being offended about right. shit. Right. You, you know, and and then we got a big. We got a very big anniversary coming up, and and what what changed the world not only for the United States but around the globe. Oh, uh, I I was going I was going to I was going to tackle that at at the end of the show because I I had mentioned it uh, on Tuesday um, on the Claws to the Heart podcast. I'm and tomorrow to Friday, uh, September 10th, the day before the anniversary, I'm going to be live on ONTV, and I was going to make mention of it there too because there are there are people, there are different people that listen to my different shows. Like there are very few that 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 listen to every show across the board. So I try to tackle and address my different fan bases. Right. You know what I'm saying? So obviously we, we are going to talk about 9-11 here in a little bit. Just trying to show that, you know, instead of being offended about a certain fucking TV show, let's be offended and worried about our boys and girls coming back home alive. You, you know what I mean? Like, T, how, how much of this do you think is attributed to the fact that at the end of the day, brother... You know, it does come down to what's right and what's wrong fundamentally. And I feel like those lines of definition have become so blurred based on what your stance is, whether you believe it or whether you are truly just hopping on a bandwagon to be a part of some sort of movement that you think is going to be on the right side of history, whether you know what you're talking about or not. I feel like that's where a lot of this disconnect is. We've gotten away from basic fundamentals. What's right? What's wrong? What's black? What's white? Because not everything is shades of gray. It just happens to be that you are not on the right side of history or that your stance is not on the right side of history, but you want it to be. Because we can't accept the fact that we've lost at something or that we were wrong on something. Because God forbid that means that we're human, right? So. I don't know, man. I don't know what the right answer is. After after 9-11 and all that devastation and all that loss, the one thing in the, in the days and the weeks and the months and even 20 years later, the one thing at the end of the day was the country. Well, I shouldn't say now, but back then, everybody, it didn't matter what color you were, red, white, and blue. And, and and nobody was going to fuck with us. 
you know, right. and, and, and this country needs to do that again before the devastation and before the loss and the heartbreak and and the heroes of of the of, was it night flight 93 taking that plane down so it wouldn't cause no more innocent lives other than what was on that plane was going to be taken and, and, and died for their country and and everybody got behind that and it was I mean, all for one and everybody bled red white and blue while well, they need to do it again regardless see that you know. I've mentioned that because it's going to take something like a 9-11 to get everybody back on, on one page. And that's what I'm saying. It needs to happen before that. It, but it, it won't, though. No, I, I understand that. But, no, for, that's what needs to happen. And I'm kind of glad I, I'm, I've been hearing and kind of seeing. I haven't watched. We're getting more of these 9-11 documents or uh, um, documentaries and shows. I think Netflix has one and Apple Apple TV and and uh, uh, there's a few others, and I think it's good that they're putting them out there so it can show these young people what the country went through, not just the country, but the whole world, you know, and, and, and just to see what kind of people are behind this type of stuff, and that it's never going to stop until we put them out of commission for good. And, right. and then, you know, I say them people because those radicals were, were bred to hate the United States and every other country that has rights and freedoms and and we take all that for granted because our wi-fi don't fucking work you know what right. i mean i mean i'm segueing a little bit but it all boils down to the things that you know certain countries that have the absolute most hate for us don't want us to have our freedoms because they don't have them you know they're, they're jealous and i just always felt that way and it's it's never gonna end it is never and now they've got all they've got weapons and helicopters and and humvees but i was told today one thing it's funny in in about a month or two months they're not those machineries ain't going to be able to running because they don't know how to fix them or right. keep them maintained so eventually it's all going to pitter patter right out on them or that's the hope anyways yeah. yeah you know there there was a time where you know by and large our country was was regarded as the greatest nation on earth. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously by our own c citizens, but I mean, we were we were looked upon as like a leader, the the absolute s superpower leader of the world. And I can't necessarily say that that's still a thing anymore. And yeah. you know, the, the last you know, four, five, six years really has been a, a testament to that because everybody sees what what kind of disarray that we are in as a nation. There is a very strong division amongst our people right now. And, you know, if you are a terrorist organization or if you are the leader of a country that just wishes we never existed, um, now's the time to take advantage of that. I hate to say that because we, our focus isn't on us as a whole. Our focus is on our in our individual faction or what side of the aisle that we may be on. We are no right now. We are not united in any way, shape, or form. And, and on top of that, COVID has crippled the world. God, don't listen. No, I know. I'm just, I'm just saying. No, I mean, dude, because it's that that part of it has affected now my 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 children's well-being at yeah. you know the school districts. There's that's a whole different thing, man, and that's going to get me fired up. To to me, to me, and it's my opinion only. But this has been a global genocide on people. Yeah, I mean, I mean I'm just calling it for how I see it. And somebody's got to pay for that, whether it was an accident or not. But to pinpoint, you know, where the origins came from, nobody is going to accept responsibility right. no. because everybody, you know, if you are, if you're responsible for accidentally creating a virus that, that would spawn into what this is, so, somebody's killing you. You yeah, know what right. I mean? Yeah. Somebody is, is taking you out back and, old yellering your ass that's all there is to it 
But, you know, it wasn't me. It was him. It wasn't me. It was her. It wasn't her. It was this guy. You know what I mean? Where did it come from? Regardless, this is where we're at here. You know, you've got you've got protests going on outside of schools because the schools are trying to do what they can in their mind to protect the the student body. Um, you know, so they're enforcing mask mandates. The health department has enforced mask mandates for Genesee County. Like you are not allowed in a school building, whether regardless if you're a teacher, a parent, a student regardless of your age, regardless of anything, without a mask on. Now, I understand that there are people that are done with the masks. They don't feel like the masks work. They, you know, and I, look, I appreciate your stance and I, I can understand why you feel the way that, that you do. But the bottom line is, it's, it's out of your hands. This governing entity has mandated that if you want to go into the school, you have to wear a mask. That is the end of the argument. If you do not want your child to be a part of this, you are going to have to seek other options in terms of their education. Now, what it comes down to is, well, we have the, the right, our child, our children has a right to education. Yes, absolutely. They're not being denied an education. All they're saying is, if you're going to do it in school, you're going to have to wear a mask. There's nothing that's going to change that. And the more resistance that 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 people give to this, the stronger the the stance is going to be based on the mandates. Yeah. It's just the way it is. I'm sorry to say that there is no right answer here because science tells you that something very very bad happens here. Now. Sidebar, my daughter missed this whole last week of school. Like I woke up last Friday. I, I, I worked Friday, you know, Friday morning or thir- Thursday night into Friday morning. I went to bed. I woke up to my wife wearing a mask on her face in our house. And I'm like, what are we doing? Well, Liberty was exposed to a child who tested positive for COVID. It happened at Austin's baseball game last week. So she had to be out this whole week. Now, thank God when when Libby was tested, it came back negative. So we dodged that bullet. But if you want to get past this pandemic, at some point you're just going to have to suck it up. Because here's the thing, T. The health department, the government officials, there is some sort of number here that they are striving for in terms of infections and things of this nature. We're never going to get there. Even if it's a manufactured number, even if it's not a real number, they and take the whole vaccination thing out of it. Just, you know, if we're going to get past this, we we have to figure out a way to get on one page here and quit being a resistance one way or the other or else this COVID thing is going to be we, we will be marking in in 2030 we will be marking the 10-year anniversary of a global fucking pandemic you, you know what I'm saying and and then we've seen it before even a few years prior wearing them you've seen you've seen them on TV uh, SARS and and West Nile and, and and they were all fully billion people in the streets wearing all masks, right? And, you know, and now and we thought that, they and we thought they were weird, right? 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 I don't know, bro. I know. I understand that people are getting pissed when they say, "Okay, you know, people get their vaccinations now. People are getting sick, uh, or they're get, they're testing positive." And, and some are going to the hospital, some are not. You know what I mean? So what do you, what do, you do? What I, it breaks it down to is it's, it's, it's genes. Yeah. I mean, what, how, else can, how else can it be? How else can it be if you get a vax? You know what I mean? Yeah, even vax people are spreading it to non-vax. And people can do what they want and they're going to regardless. However, you know, 
if it keeps you out of the hospital and it keeps you off that respirator, I think you can deal with it for seven to 10 days. Now that's probably a bad statement to make, but I'm just saying if it keeps you out of that fucking emergency room and out of a respirator, is it going to, you know what I mean? What's the alternative here? You're going to take it in there and take your chances. Yeah. That's just a, you know, people don't, you know, they have, they have their opinions is the right answer because we simply just don't know other than you know jesus i hope you hope you don't get it right you you know and i don't know man you know that's that's another rabbit hole that it no, just... right? same thing with the mask you know you're you're oh it can still escape out the sides and this that and the other no matter what it is there's going to be an argument about it right but getting vexed whether you're not whether you're Wait, you're putting the blame on vaxxers, passing it on to non-vaxxers. Do the mask works? Do they not work? Well, it allows so much. You know, it's just like, <laughs> where's the right answer? Well, there isn't one, you know, and 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 it keeps getting exemplified and, and blown up even bigger and bigger and bigger because now there is a lot of entities, especially in the medical field, where administrators are telling nurses and telling doctors and telling you know all hospital staffs doctor office staffs if you don't get a vaccine you can't work here well okay i can see where you're coming from there but you also see that there is a there is a faction of medical professionals that don't believe in the vaccine in the vaccine because there's just not been enough research done on it they're not going to they don't feel like they should put their livelihoods or their health well-being in jeopardy because they don't know what's what's being put into them and i can appreciate that stance on it i don't i don't necessarily think you need to threaten people's jobs over it because what's going to wind up happening is that these these medical professionals the ones that are literally on the front lines here they're going to seek their employment elsewhere, and we're not going to have enough doctors, nurses, or anything of the like to to keep combating this shit. So, right. what are we doing, man? Yeah. It's it's a vicious circle. It, it just is. keeps going around and around, man. It, and you can go all the way back to polio times. Yeah. And, and getting vac- vaccines. Looking, look at what all that. How much that killed? How many people that killed back then? Mm-hmm. Oh, and you didn't have information like you have information about things today, right? You, you know what I mean. You, you can hop up and look at WebMD for a freaking sniffle or a cramped toe. You know what I mean. I, I, I'm just using that to joke, but you didn't. You don't know. You don't know. And I, you know, my feeling has always been, why? Why would the I? I as the control part, I, I, I not a big conspiracy theorist person here so like my question is why would they want to give you all these shots across the board you know they talk about being tracked while this fucking phone that you're carrying tracks you regardless of anything they put into your body your phone tracks you so come on get off the high horse right you know celebrities are getting at this because i can't imagine Maybe this is where I'll be called the sheep for this, but I can't imagine a government wanting to to inject people with a bunch of shit not to save their lives. You, you know what I mean? Like, because if they want to wipe us out, they can wipe us out just like any other government can do to their citizens. Well, right. All you got to do is is put a, some, some sort of nerve gas or, right. or something so, in an airplane and have it fly low and let it go. You know what right, I mean? Right, right. <laughs> So I, I, I mean, I'm not trying to compare the two, but I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, you know, have a serious conversation here. Like, because if our government want to wipe us out, they could in a blink of an eye and we wouldn't even know it. Right. So how is the shot going to be any different, especially if they, and, and two elderly are getting the shot. So what are they having to lose by getting, you know what I mean? Like you're talking people in their 70s and 80s that, you know, on that are winding down their lives. You know what I mean? So it's not about extermination or the government wanting to kill us. You, you know, it's, uh, it, uh, you know, it's, it's a hot 
it's a hot button issue right now in the medical field because I've I've talked to people who are on one side of the fence in terms of the vaccination. I've talked to people on the on the complete polar opposite end of it. A couple of weeks ago on Klaus to the Heart podcast, I had a friend of mine who is an RN here in the state of Michigan, um, got thrown right onto the front lines in this thing. And she has a completely different point of view than um, a buddy doctor of mine, you know, that, that, that supports the vaccine. So it's, I don't know. I don't know. And you know what the great thing about this country is, is you're allowed to have a goddamn opinion. Are you though? At, at, at this point and in in this day and age without being crucified for it. Yeah. You're right. You can get crucified for it. You're right. But, but here again, we get to have our own choices, you, you, you know, and, and, Sometimes when things are mandated, yeah, it may be taking your choice away, but maybe you're saving a life or two. Right. Because at the end of the day, you're not trusted to to make the right decision. That's one aspect of it. That's one one point of view of it. You don't have the capability of doing the right thing. So we as a government are going to tell you. Past this, and that's where a lot of the resistance comes from. I don't know. Yeah, it, you you help more than just yourself if you get vaxxed. Right. No. So anyhow, well, let's talk about something positive, shall we? Well, okay. Um, Anything? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean I the the no. sun came up today, so that was a good start. Right. Right. I had a little clips earlier, but um, so college football is back. Is it? It is. Okay. You don't know your team won? No, I know. Oh, okay. I I didn't I didn't watch it because I don't I don't know why I didn't watch it. But oh, I figured I, I figured you would be happy for the green and white. This is perfect because you know you're green and white. I'm I'm maize and maize and blue and. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh! Radio silent all of a sudden. No, I I was waiting for you to. I I figured you had a point here, so not I a, was not not at all. I should this, have known. This is the show. I forgot of no, who the fuck I was talking to, this, but this, that doesn't matter. No prep. <laughs> no, man. This is the time of year a lot of people look forward to fall. Yep. Um, football season, the NFL starts this week, I guess. And, uh, or, you know, this coming weekend, look, man, we're still very much in the baseball season. That's my focus. That's why I'm like, oh yeah. Okay. State one. Awesome. Oh, the lions start here pretty quick. Fantastic. The, the, the Detroit tigers are still playing Absolutely. and you know, we haven't had a world series yet. So when all that's done and over with, then I will shift my focus. Oh, because I, I figured if it drops five more degrees, the Christmas tree's coming out. Okay, asshole. Here. <laughs> I mean, the leaves are slightly, slightly starting to turn. Uh-huh. Is no, there snow not- on the ground? Uh-huh. Is there snow on the ground? Listen, uh-huh. we are not, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and listen to you disparage me because of my love for christmas i'm just not i'm well no you were you you were you were poking and prodding being you know trying to get a rise out of me because because bread come on am i what sourdough bread why would i get a rise out of you because that's what you do oh because that that's what brings you legit joy in your life Well, are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> That's a first, first time for everything. No, listen, you gave me shit last week because I said something about bringing the totes out or moving the totes from one room to the other, taking an inventory. So I knew what I had, what I needed to get as we embark on a new holiday season coming up weeks from now. Weeks from now, I will I will allow people to celebrate the Halloween. Have the Halloween. I enjoy Halloween. Halloween's a fun time. But on November 1st, it's my, 
it's Feliz Navidad, right? Well, listen, let's let's just say that it's not by accident that a, a Christmas tune slowly but surely will start filtering into the playlist. You know, we'll start off small. We'll start off with one or two. And then by the time Turkey Day's here, the day after that, full-blown Christmas. All right, then I'm offended. I want I want Christmas music played on Christmas Day, and that's it. Well, that's not happening in these I'm, neck of the woods. And we're canceling that shit. I will cancel you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I, I'm offended because... We got to have all these other holidays first. Like you said, we got to have spooky time and then we got to have turkey day. Maybe <laughs> weekend of Thanksgiving, you could probably maybe put a light up or two, but let's not get the tree out until December 1st. The tree comes out Survivor Series weekend, which is <laughs> the day before or, or the Sunday before Thanksgiving. And it comes down the weekend of the Royal Rumble, which is at the end of January. So I'm just saying, if I'm going to put the time and effort to decorate, I'm going to allow that to stay up so I can enjoy the festive feeling, the happiness that that brings to my life. Well, I tell you, Wrestling Fan 101, when you dictate when your tree Christmas tree goes up, by a pay-per-view and when it comes down by a pay-per-view that's how you know you're a wrestling fan ladies and gentlemen jason klaus and i love wwe (laughs) it's crazy i i would have never guessed Uh, listen, I don't shit on your hunting things. I don't shit on your softball gimmick. I don't do any of that. Why are you doing this? When 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 we're supposed to be celebrating the birth of our Lord and and this is how you're going to be, I hope I hope someone takes a shit in your stocking. That's what I hope. Because that's what you deserve, Scrooge. Wow. <laughs> I deserve shit in my stocking. That's that's pretty awesome. Big steaming turd. <laughs> big big old pile of dung. Boy, this was not a smooth transition, was no, it? It sure wasn't, Dave. It sure wasn't. No, listen, Tisa, in all seriousness, it it is football season. Everybody's excited about it. I'm excited about it. Um, I you know, just with not just with football, but just the whole fall season. You know, it's cooler, the trees start changing, there is that crisp in the air. Um, I dig it. I really do. I really do. Going to work a lot easier too. Yeah, I mean, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Well, listen. Um, let's let's touch on this this an, this anniversary real quick. You know, right. as as you made mention of it, um, this coming Saturday, S- September the 11th, obviously marks the 20th anniversary of the worst terror attack in the history of our country on American soil. Um, nearly 3,000 people. When it's all said and done on that day lost their lives for and you know needlessly um obviously we are very familiar of the images of the of the airplanes that crashed into the the twin towers of the world trade center um the pentagon was attacked obviously a lot of controversy with 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 the pentagon because there was there isn't a definitive file of footage that shows a plane going into it. I mean, there, you know, something happened there, you know, that knocked out a portion of, of that building. But uh, you alluded to it earlier, and, th- and this is one that, you know, I don't think gets nearly enough attention, and that is what went on flight 90, you know, 93. The passengers, um, overtook a hijacked plane and drove that bitch right into the ground in Shanksville, Pennsylvania. Um, I did not realize at the time, T, and I learned subsequently years later that uh, I believe Todd Beamer, one, one of the ones that was at the, at the, at the head of this 
surge to take the plane over was actually from the Flint area, and I, I did not realize that. Wow. So, um, regardless, you know, there's a lot of conspiracy theories that this was an inside job, the, the government brought the towers down, this, that, and the other thing. Listen, and I talked about this on Tuesday. Um, regardless of how, what, when, a lot of people died for no reason. A lot of people went, woke up that day, went to work, went to their business meetings and things of this nature or vacation or what, what, wherever they were at. And they become a statistic on what is the worst day, the darkest day in, in American history, um, eclipsing that of Pearl Harbor. Because when we were kids, you know, Pearl Harbor was just the ultimate show of evil when, when the Japanese um, bombed our base out, out there in Hawaii. This happened in New York City. This happened in Washington, D.C. This happened in, in rural Pennsylvania. Um, it, to this day, it is, it, you know, those images still conjure up so many emotions, goosebumps, anger, you know what I mean, sadness. As much now, 20 years later, as it did on the day of. And um, and I think it's very important, you know, not just this year because it does mark the, the 20th anniversary, but every September 11th, there needs, and I feel like this needs to become a, a national day of mourning, a national holiday of some sort to honor those 3,000 people and their families who were lost and forever changed uh, because of cowardly acts of terrorism. Yeah, absolutely. But, and when when everybody was running from the smoke and the debris, those first responders were running right into them buildings. And right. now, and now um, as I was talking about earlier on some of those, some of those new documentaries and shows that have been coming out, there has been new audio, I guess, released with flight 93 and the hijackers inside hearing the, uh, the, um, uh, Mr. Beamer that you alluded to and, and the rest of the passengers, you can hear them trying to come through the door, the cockpit door and hear the two, uh, hijackers talking about putting it down and they didn't want to. And, and then they got through and then it just, it knows that. And they were showing the flights of, of the flight pattern of 93 it would go hard left. It would go hard right. It would go up. It would go down. They were trying to shake those uh, passengers from from charging the cockpit, mm-hmm. but they they did get through. And, and and you know, like you said, it, it it got put right into the ground. And and needless, all those 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 three thousand and that image of the the falling man off of one of the towers is forever going to be in, ingrained in my head because it was right on the front the front page of, of the New York Times and the Post. and Every newspaper. Yeah. yeah, every newspaper. You're right. And it's just it's just amazing. And, and, and it should never be forgotten. And you're right. It should be a national day of mourning. You know, it's so, it's so many people were affected by that. And... and, and the true heroes that were lost that day is just, it it should never be forgotten. And and like I said, I'm glad, I'm glad their documentaries are coming out to remind these younger generations what this is all about. And, 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 and the evil that is, you know, the, that, that, that group of that terror group along with the other ones. So a a couple of final thoughts here in in relation to nine 11. Um, one, um, five years after it happened, so this would have been 2006, I sat down and I wrote a poem called Heroes in the Sky. And it, uh, you know, in it, I kind of talked about everything that happened and with, the, with, with Washington, New York, and Pennsylvania every year. And it, it's starting to grow now. You know, especially now that I have expanded a public footprint in terms of the motivational speaking and things of this nature. Every year I get a request, many of them, to repost that poem. 
So on Friday, which will be tomorrow as the show drops, I will repost that poem and it's called Heroes in the Sky. You can, I'll put it on my personal Facebook page and I will put it on um, the Klaus to the Heart and Tea Time pages as well. So those people can, can uh, take a look at it. Sidebar on that particular piece of business, I've written, I don't know how many poems in my day. Hundreds, it seems like. Some of which Jeff, my, my brother Jeff, read. And the one thing that stands out about that particular one is that after he read it, he made a point to tell me that that's the most powerful piece of writing I've done that had the most impact on him. So there's now another emotional layer attached to this. That's number one. Number two, you we were talking about 93 there. Have you seen the movie? United nine ninety three. Uh, I think I saw bits and pieces, but I don't think I I, I I I don't think I have. See. Okay. Look for it. Okay. Look for it. I, I on 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 a streaming service on YouTube, whatever. It is called United ninety three, and it is very very well done, and you you get a real feel for what must have happened in those in those final moments you like you really do now as far as documentaries go and i've seen a bunch of them because this whole 9 11 thing has always been a fascination for me there is one that is called 9 11 and it is it started out as a documentary these two french brothers knew a new york city fireman and they were doing a documentary on a probie a, a brand new firefighter who was on on this this probationary period and it starts like six months before 9-11 happens there one of the cameramen one of the brothers was with a battalion inside i believe it was the south tower as the north tower came down like wow. it goes that deep and brother there that feeling the first time I watched it and just hearing what all that sounded like haunts me to this day. And it will for the rest of my life. As far as documentaries go, not just about 9-11, I'm just talking about documentaries in general. That's probably the best one I've ever watched, ever. Okay. Wrestling related, history related, any of it. Because it's raw, it's real time, and it's real. You'll have to send me send me that after we're done here. Okay. So I can check that out. It, it fascinates me too. I mean, it's not just getting popcorn, but it's it's like you said, it's projecting yourself there at what well for the play like in the movie you're talking about what it must have been like, and then to go in there with a fireman and and, and see that firsthand. It, you know, and knowing what we know now and then going back and watching it and how to experience that just must have been a, a shit storm, shit show, you know? And Right. Uh, yeah, so make sure you send me that so I can check that out. I certainly will. Um, all right. Well, why don't we uh, wrap, wrap up? up? wrap up this week's show we certainly appreciate everybody tuning in this week i know this one got a little bit on the darker side of things but you know like i said like we said we don't have we don't have a format here we don't know what the fuck we're, we're going to talk about until we s sit down and start and just start talking yeah. this is where it took us today um, but we certainly appreciate you guys tuning in. We certainly appreciate all of your continued support for Tea Time and all of our shows here on the Jackal Creations Podcast Network. T tomorrow night, uh, Friday, s September 10th, beginning at 6 p.m., I will be live on ONTV uh, for Klaus to the Heart Live on ONTV. And uh, for all the latest information, visit our website, klaustotheheart.net, or find Tea Time on F facebook so for jim burgett i'm jason klaus and we, we we appreciate you all and we will see you next thursday beginning at 1 a.m with a brand new episode of tea time
Happy birthday, Mom. And? 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 I, you're fro- You're frozen. I'm frozen. I, I'm fine. I feel great. Um, you're, what's your catchphrase, T? Damn it. Come on. New York. Unique New York. We'll see you next week. Jesus Christ. <laughs> hey, if you're looking for the official merchandise for any of your favorite podcasts under our umbrella of shows, we invite you to check out the Jackal Creations Podcast Network online store that is powered by Cafe Press. Com. On there, you will see a variety of different products from, from shirts and hats, hoodies, all kinds of glassware, mugs, and much, much more featuring your favorite podcast. We invite you to check out cafepress.com forward slash CTTH store. That's cafepress.com forward slash CTTH store, the official online store of the Jackal Creations Podcast Network.